Hello listeners, this is Emma, only half of your favorite aesthetically pleasing podcasting duo. This is a quick little intro segment just to talk about the fact that clearly we've been on a very long hiatus. We know the pandemic has been really hard on everyone and it's been hard on us as well, but especially just returning to normalcy, even if it's like half normal, is definitely hard and you know we never post episodes on time so we're sure you're not surprised however this season that you are listening to now it's our half season so basically we are taking old recordings as well as some new recordings that we're making and we're throwing them together for a little half season before we do an actual season over next semester spring 2022 this episode that you're going to listen to, Dark Academia, is actually recorded, I think, last February. Um, so it's been a while since we recorded it, but we are doing it now. We're, we're getting it posted now, so it'll be almost a year later, but it's still the same content. But yeah, so you might say things that are weird in the episode that are referring to last year, just so you are aware. And all the episodes in this season will be relatively out of order. So yeah, look forward to it. Thanks again for listening, guys. Hello. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. It's been I'm, a while. I'm Emma. I'm Antonella. And this is more than meets the eye. And we're here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. You know, we really have been doing this for so long when, like, we can say that perfectly without rehearsal. Like, I remember in our second season, we would, like, struggle through that a couple times, but now we're, like, having yeah. it down. No, it's never leaving me. No. <laughs> At this point, I've done it enough where it's just ingrained. Yeah. And I never have to remember it, which is yeah. good. Um, so... Just to tell you guys a little bit about our show, um, we are, it's weird looking at you and talking to an audience, but anyways, um, <laughs> we are an aesthetics podcast, um, so we talk about colors, patterns, vibes, moods, emotions, all in the form of cultural artifacts like fashion, music, movies. I got like a really deep description that time. Yeah, um, no, that was like really concise yeah it was good yeah and we're not doing a pca but why don't you tell us what a pca is yeah i mean sometimes we do a pca where we dedicate one episode to a particular movie or um album and that's what we've done these last few few times um just like really like kind of go into the aesthetics of that particular thing um but today we're not doing that no what are we doing today we are looking at dark academia what what as an aesthetic <laughs> because we are both victims of tiktok um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> we got sucked into the magical world of like beautifully curated videos 30 second videos that you can just lose yourself in mm-hmm. um, i've deleted the app though what today <laughs> just today today just until like this semester's over yeah okay 
I respect that. Yeah. No, it was getting to be too much. Mm. So it wasn't. I was really good about it. And then something. Mm. Then it just didn't. And then I wasn't. And then I. You know what? Whenever I get like to this point in the semester where everything's just so stressful, it's like all those like things I built in my mind to like prevent me from binge watching TikTok, like they go away <laughs> just because I'm just so stressed that I can't, right? I can't put in the energy to prevent myself from yeah. like spending three hours on TikTok. You know, for some reason, uh-huh. I had this urge to like download like a game on my phone i was like that's how you know it's bad when i just like don't want to do anything but like play a mindless <laughs> game of doodle jump or something like, yeah <laughs> for no reason or like temple run Ooh. like i don't know why oh my gosh um that's yeah bad. i just had the, that urge recently but trying to control myself so anyways start academia oh yeah um well, stay focused um <laughs> is kind of i mean has recently become pretty popular because of tiktok i yeah. feel like and, and it, it's not very old i, I think um We'll get into more of the history, but, um, I think it's, like, just only a couple years old. It kind of, like, took off recently, like, um, you said. Do you have, like, a personal connection to it, or, like, not really? Or, like, do you want to talk about how you discovered it, came across it? I feel like I didn't, I mean, with a lot of these, it's always, like, oh, I didn't know that there was a name for this. Mm. I feel like I never personally really got into it. Maybe when I was, like, in early middle school, I feel like a lot of the aesthetic is kind of based in, like, reading books and stuff which Mm -hmm. I think was like a part of my aesthetic when I was like younger I was really into like reading book series and stuff like YA novels so I feel like in that sense maybe I did kind of was a little bit dark academia but like not really I don't I don't think I ever fully was in the aesthetic but what about you I can see that I agree with you I uh I mean no I definitely have a different experience I don't think I ever really was but I think like always like like preppy looks um it's like definitely a part of my like fashion vocabulary um also like a little vintagey yes. style which you like wear. definitely definitely had and definitely leaned towards more like the fall based look so mm-hmm. definitely yeah I guess I guess it was part of that except for I just like had put a different like title on it because I think yeah. then it was I was like more just vintage so it kind of like a little bit reminds me of like the grungy like 2010s look mm. like kind of that like fall I mean a little bit more prepped than that but yeah. like something similar kind of like minimal like dark colors remind me that. of each other which I feel like I was kind of wearing in when I was like seventh grade or yeah. so when I was reading a lot of books too so see yeah, I've yeah. never been a book room though that's the <laughs> thing is that I like reading but it takes me a very very long time to read books I don't know why I don't make time for it I know I need to make time I know I can um and every time I read a book I love it yeah I'm like this is so (laughs) worth my time um but I did actually just I just joined slash started like a book club with some of my friends that's so so cute now I have a book club so hopefully like that'll motivate me to read right what book are you guys starting off with so we're starting off with two we're gonna do one Q84 by Haruki Murakami as like our underlying Ooh. one. Is her name Haruki Murakami? Yeah, Haruki Murakami. Um, as like our our big book, and then our smaller book is um I forget the full title. I know it's like Crawdads. Um, it's like Did You Hear the Crawdads Sing or something? Like that's that's the name of the book. I don't know who wrote it though. I had to like look more into it. But that's so fun. I've heard of it. It's supposed to be a really good book, and it's a little bit shorter, so it's like an easier read. Um, yeah. So it's cute, but maybe I'm becoming dark academia. Yeah, this could be your start. This could be, like, how you get into dark academia. Yeah. Um, I feel like recently I, I, I've i dug into it. I like it. I think it's, like, definitely part of my, like, style. Mm-hmm. I just never, like, explored it as much as we did for this, so. Yeah. 
I mean, we should probably explain, like, what it is. Like, yeah. Maybe, like, a, just, like, a good little, oh, yeah. like, description. So, like we said, it's it's TikTok, but also Tumblr aesthetic. Um, it's kind of based in, like, I love that this is what it said on the Wikipedia page. Based in higher education, which, like, I actually find academia very annoying. Um, so, but I think it's funny that I like this aesthetic because it's, it kind of, like, romanticizes academia almost. Yeah, definitely romanticizes uh, is a good word for yeah. this. Which all academics also romanticize academia. <laughs> so, whatever. Like, I feel like, like, theoretically it irks me, but, like, when I look at, like, the style, like, visually, I'm like, oh, no, I like that. Yeah. It's, like, cute. It is oh. cute. <laughs> De- yeah, definitely based in, um, academics, but mm-hmm. also, like, kind of this prep style um and taking a lot from like vintage like european styles like school uniforms mm-hmm. um but also this i think which is like a very specific point or, or specific to this aesthetic is like the dark concepts or yeah. kind of like a lot of like um gothic gothic yeah. elements haunted supernatural elements to it which i feel like is the kind of indicator of this mm. aesthetic um also just the color palette in general like it's all like you said kind of fall like earth tones fall colors like browns and blacks and grays and like like not it's not like the most colorful one but it's kind of about finding that balance between those colors mm-hmm. and like you said like romanticizing it mm-hmm. like romanticizes studying yes and kind of like cottagecore in that it's also like an attitude slash lifestyle yeah. which we can talk about it's a lot chill, like more chill than i like would have expected from like something called dark academia because you see dark and you're like moody and you see yeah. academia and you're like academia like ah um <laughs> it but, sounds like, like so intense but when you put them together it's kind of like they cancel each other out and it kind of becomes like this like chill just like reading a book by candlelight kind yeah of like, that's like a like good cute. way yeah it's yeah, a good way to describe it yeah reading a book by candlelight like um, writing letters yeah. and just very much just the pursuit of knowledge the pursuit of knowledge and the pursuit of the arts i think too especially like the arts in like a more classical sense um and like you know classic greek art and gothic architecture like those are both like important like parts of like if you see like a dark academia collage you're gonna see some like gothic architecture yes, or yes. like a greek statue you know yeah definitely greek arts like latin arts as well mm. um classic literature classical music um very much just like kind of this very romantic yeah but also very dark and moody yeah <laughs> like a tortured writer exactly <laughs> that like you know that tiktok that's like a poet shirt like instead of like feeling bad when you roll out of the out of your bed at 1 p.m. wear a poet shirt to bed and then you'll feel like a poet when you get (laughs) yeah no I haven't I can picture it that's so funny it's really funny um yeah romanticizing like the little things like oh like (laughs) staying up late to like read under the covers or something exactly yeah (laughs) or like going outside just to like explore like nature and art and nature or going to a museum like yeah. just like, go to a museum which that is a big one for me like I go to museums all the time and I think like that was like I was totally like oh my gosh yes, yes. yeah I love going to the museum libraries as well libraries like, yes especially an old library yes. um finding like antique books mm-hmm. um I a lot of what I did when I what a lot of what I found when I was researching too was kind of like theory behind the aesthetic and I actually find it very interesting because I never like 
I don't know, gotten this theoretical about an aesthetic, but um, I'm going to go into it super fast. And, like, it, I found a lot of information about how the popularity of this aesthetic increased because of the pandemic. Like, during the pandemic, mm. it, like, went from, like, this kind of, like, subculture to, like, this really popular thing on, like, TikTok. Um, and I was reading about a lot about how people who are part of, like, dark, dark academia, like, influencers, like, they... Um, see it as a celebration or romanticization romanticization of like the thirst for learning and like empowering yourself to like expand your knowledge um and like to me it felt like ironic that like you were kicked out of school during the pandemic and sent home and everyone said oh let me romanticize academia Mm. because like you're not actually in school and it's like kind of like weirdly like beautiful to see it that way because it's like huh like I don't know. I always think, like, a lot of school systems are kind of messed up in, like, the way they're structured or, like, the way you kind of have to, like, do all this, like, super structured stuff to get something that, like, shouldn't be that hard to get. And it's, like, I feel like it's kind of, like, maybe we want a more romanticized version of school. Oh, for sure. Like, especially with the Zoom. Like, that's not cute Mm -hmm. or romantic at all. But, like, going to the library and just, like, writing your notes and, like, your with your ink Mm -hmm. pen is way more cuter than, like, kind of just on a zoom class while like trying to like take notes on the the side like it's just not as like beautiful I feel like there's just kind of like this want to go back to like a classic education of just like learning for the sake of learning versus just like and where like school buildings had to actually like look nice for people to want to go there you know like money was put into education (laughs) yeah that's honestly a really good point yeah definitely that's definitely behind it also just like um, kind of a celebration of isolation, mm. which definitely has to do with the pandemic, like, kind of, you know, doing something productive in your isolation, and, yes. and like, that's, I feel like, part of the, the aesthetic is, like, oh, yeah. being alone and, you know, in your, in your mind. <laughs> yeah, and kind of cultivating your own creative side or, like, um, artistic side, and even, like, intelligent side, you know, like, cultivating it on your own without, like, the pressures of, like, deadlines and all this like right and environmental like intrusions i don't know the more we talk about it i'm like oh this is actually really cute and sweet that's what i'm saying yeah no it kind of is like i didn't even realize that and it kind of has so much meaning that i didn't know it was yeah no for sure um we could talk about maybe this specific like fashion yes. elements of it uh, 1940s prep school uniforms mm. um also like yeah, very, like, European, like, boarding school aesthetic. Yep. Um, layering, um, but layering of, like, button-down with a, a v-neck sweater over it under, like, a blazer, you know? Yes. Like, a tweed blazer. But all, like, dark muted colors. Yes. Yeah. Um, plaid. Um, White is kind of, like, the only accent color, I feel like, too. Like, it's, like, mundane enough that it, like, is an accent color, but which... it also, like, kind of, like, brings out the other colors. For sure. Also very minimalist, not mm. too many accessories. Like, going for, like, what, you know, like, a school child would wear yeah. kind of thing. Um, like, very conservative-looking, yeah. just simple. Yeah, like, in like, uniform-ick, but, like, I, I think what I like about it is that, like, it's not a uniform in the sense that everyone wears, like, the same exact thing, but it's kind of like you take these elements that are traditionally, like, from a uniform and you make it, like, part of, like, a cute outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, tur- I feel like I never saw anybody talking about turtlenecks, but turtlenecks are definitely a big part of, like, oh, the fashion. Sure. Um, Glasses, because mm, you're studying. Um, plaid, plaid skirts, plaid pants, slacks. Yes. 
yes probably like the only pattern i could see like maybe like argyle any of those kind of really classic plaid, plaid argyle houndstooth like those yes. like those three are kind of like yeah because those were what they would like wear in like the 30s and 40s oh too. for sure yeah like classic prints nothing yeah. like funky or, or modern mm-hmm. um i thought let me see um long coats to um mary janes or like oxford shoes um definitely yeah like leather shoes i think even like puffy sleeves could be a part of it they might be a little too romantic for it but like if you like layered it under something i feel like it would work yeah i think the idea is not to like pay too much attention to what Mm. you're wearing but be more just it be functional for like the environment that you're in yeah the outfits are really cute the outfits are cute though yeah i don't want to downplay the fashion because people like do look really cute like the point is to be like to have a good outfit that's true where we've gone we've done some aesthetics where like the point is not to be like not to have a cute outfit you know but this like is part of it yes everyone looks cute um when they study mm-hmm. um also having like a really cute little desk workspace mm-hmm. and having all the right stationery oh yeah very important to the no, whole look visual aesthetic is like super like a big part of it i think yes yeah definitely the yeah, same thing with cottage core just like the entire like vibe of mm. the space that you're in like um i think that's what's interesting about like tiktokers too is that like when it's a video, it's like you're moving around in the space, so you really do have to, like, cultivate that entire look because it's, like, you don't get any, like, leeway, yeah. you know? No, yeah, it's not, like, a Pinterest board, exactly, you know? Exactly, yeah. I saw some things, like, it being specific to, like, a streets of, like, a European city as yeah. well, that being, like, the backdrop or, like, boarding school-related imagery, like Oxford, Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, we were talking about, like, desk stuff i think like also having utensils that are vintage or like vintage like 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 paper with like the like homemade paper or something or like like uh fountain pens like that kind of stuff yes yeah for sure not like a mechanical pencil Mm -hmm. but like a pen that you dip in your in your ink you like reminded me that mechanical pencils are a thing yeah (laughs) i did not need to remember though you don't like mechanical pencils no i do not I, okay, they're not cute looking, but, like, they do, I feel like they're just easy. I don't, I actually don't think they are. Really? I find regular pencils a lot easier. I don't know, like, mechanical pencils always break on me. I have, like, bad tension habits. Okay. And I think one of them is, like, drilling whatever I'm writing with into the paper that I'm writing okay. on. Okay. Like, if you flip over any paper I write on, you can probably see, like, all the, unless it's, like, a ballpoint pen, because actually it didn't happen on this page. <laughs> but, um. I think with pencils especially. Like, I'm like, I only have mechanical pencils. It's not by choice. It's just the way it happened. But they do, they are, I do find it easier to like make mm. neat like handwriting yes, out of it. That's true. Like you don't have to have a sharpener all the time. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like I remember in school like always using it until it got super dull and like mm. you couldn't read anything. I was always a kid without a pencil too. So that's <laughs> like, true. You were so the like it's either I had a really dull pencil or I just, I just didn't have a pencil. Yeah. Um, I would, I think you would always have a sharpener on them. Okay. I still have, like, three sharpeners on my desk. One of them doesn't work. Oh. And it was from Muji. I got it from Muji, and it never worked. And I was, like, it was way too late for me to return it by the time I actually discovered that it didn't work, but it's fine. Now it's just an aesthetic piece on the desk. I didn't even bring it with me, <clears> but, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's at home. Because um, it's one of those things where, like, you purchased it, and you look at it, and you're, like, you make me so angry. <laughs> But yeah. Anyways, 
Um, anything else for fashion? Um, not really for fashion. I mean, we could talk a bit more about like the kind of darkness okay, yeah. behind it because I feel like that is like a key indicator of this aesthetic is like mm. the kind of a lot of the imagery has like kind of haunted, you know, library, yeah. like kind of like or like like imagine yourself in like an Edgar Allan Poe poem. Yes. All the time. Yes, there's like a kind of creepiness to it. I think there's some parts of the aesthetic that aren't like that, yeah. but like I think you could really get into the more like kind dark, of creepy, dark. dark, like death kind mm. of concepts as well. I think for me, I mostly when I was researching, I mostly discovered like more of like I don't know. I I also like feel this way that like sometimes like things that are like darker, moodier, like a rainy day or sometimes more calming than mm. like bright, happy all the time, you know? So it's like, uh, I feel like the darkness for me is more just like calm and like relaxing mm. rather than like spooky. But like, there's definitely a spooky element yeah. to it too. I think it's like whatever you want to kind of take out of mm-hmm. it, which I feel like some people take out the more spookiness yeah. of it, you know? whatever you want to make it so and that ties into like witchy witch talk which like it's a little yes. like connected to witch talk definitely overlap. overlaps between mm-hmm. that because i feel like a lot of like some witchy aesthetic is like also vintage based also yes. very like 1900s you know europe or something <laughs> um dude twilight is also definitely dark academia. yeah for sure vampires we haven't gotten academia. into movies yet guys but we'll get there definitely like the, the vampire vibe um is dark dark academic mm. for sure i feel like for once in your life too we could actually talk about books that apply to dark okay academia, yeah i i had i was thinking about that for yeah. sure oh i forgot um, to mention like in history and background too they say like the first time like dark academia was like credited like as like a thing is like donna tart's book the secret history in 1992 oh. so like that goes back quite a bit but yeah. like it they she puts it right in like the aesthetic of like a dark academia setting and like it's at like out of school and like all this stuff and so i thought that was interesting that like, was interesting i think there's two ways you can go with music mm-hmm. so definitely like classical instrumental music and orchestra is very much a part of the aesthetic um but also i think if you wanted to like some modern examples would be kind of like grungy indie artists a Mm. little bit i think that the thing that ties the two together is just like kind of a dark moody um vibe to it so i think we kind of have a good range of examples for music mm-hmm. um and on youtube like i found a lot of study dark academia study videos that's a big part of like where dark academia is used nowadays is like if you want net and like if you want something other than lo-fi beats if you want like classical <laughs> music playing in the background while you study like you find like a dark academia playlist i listen to them we were talking about how we both listen to them like unironically just sometimes just like as we study because it it works you know I was listening to this one. It was it's called "You're Studying in a Haunted Library with Ghosts" oh, dark academia playlist, and okay. it's like an hour long. And there's like rain in the background. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like some like just <laughs> when some, there's rain, I'm like oh, <laughs> some like solemn it. violin playing mm-hmm. and like. <laughs> I feel like too. Um, I think what I love about that is that sometimes with Spotify, I get to like oh my god, what is the song? Oh, yeah. two songs, two songs. Oh my god, what song is next? 
Oh, kind of yeah. Know. Whereas, like, I feel like with the YouTube playlist, it's like you really—it's really hard for you to find out. You really have to like search for the song, and I really like putting them on because I literally won't pay attention, and I like won't even bother to check because it'll just be playing. Yeah, know? no, definitely. I get like I can't listen to music because I just will be like I have to make sure all the songs are cued that are exactly. perfectly fit the vibe, or if it's not, it's gonna mess me up. So like, just having an hour long study video of music just just it like it. It sets you like focuses you and like yeah, it's very good. Um, yeah, definitely that's, like, a big part of the whole aesthetic is, like, all of these video, these study videos, mm. which is really cute. I feel like it's just, like, again, romanticizing, studying, or just trying to make it a more enjoyable experience. Yeah. Um, which I feel like, I mean, romanti- romanticization can be good sometimes. It's it just can. to, like, get you through something, uh, you know? I know. I, I know I want to take it for <laughs> academia, but, like, also, like, it's something we all do, you know? It's something we all go through or, like, yeah at some point in our lives I feel like so appreciating it is like a nice thing to do I guess it's more like something that everybody who has like the privilege to gets to go through um I shouldn't say everybody but yeah anyways why don't you play some tunes this song um I discovered on a dark academia playlist so it's by Yusult Yusult and it's called Bad Boy but it's very interesting Quelqu'un frappe à ma porte, je sens mon pouls qui s'accélère, le temps s'arrête. J'ouvre la porte, c'était l'amour, oui c'était lui que j'attendais. Et lui le feu qui me consume, ce moment qui m'allume, qui me renchienne, qui me rembête et qui m'éteint quand ça lui chante. I have some comments. I want to talk about how I was listening and I was like, oh, crushy French. Like I feel like. Uh, dark academia like fits like European culture so well. Then I remembered reading this thing, and I wanted to make two points. One, dark academia is not for like people with money because it's really achievable in terms of thrifting. Like I feel like it ties thrifting into the rent or like antique shopping into like the romanticization of like getting like older goods, you know, like pre-owned, pre-used, whatever. And I really like that about it. Like it's mm-hmm. not like a difficult to achieve thing. Like if you thrift and like really search for, like, that dark academia stuff, like, it can be something achievable for, like, anybody of any, like, income range. Mm -hmm. Um, And also that it doesn't only apply to um, European cultures. I meant to say in my, like, experience with dark academia that, like, one of the first times I really came across it and it, like, stood out to me was when I saw someone do, like, um, a dark academia, but, like, in Indian culture, and it was, like, so beautiful and so, like, accurate. Like, it was, like, all, like, from all these Bollywood movies and stuff that I've seen, like, and it, like, ties it into dark academia, and it's, like, the most, like, beautiful thing, but it's still just dark academia. You know, it's not, like, different just because it's, like, tying in, like, Indian culture Yeah, it's well. not, like, the Indian version no. of dark academia. It, it just is, was. It yeah. Is, right. That's but, a really good point. Yeah, yeah, definitely, like, a lot of, I think, with visuals, when you initially look up dark academia, it, like, does pertain to solely, like, European, yeah. Euro, it's a very Eurocentric, um, but... Like, I think, I mean, it is based in just the pursuit of knowledge, yeah. so, which can be applied to any culture. Um, I, I feel like a lot of animes as well have that aesthetic. Yep. So, You're right. I mean, definitely, I think any culture that, like, you know, has a big studying culture could be applied to. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Or, or just, like, that kind of beautiful romantic architecture slash culture thing, like, tied into it. Like, yeah, any kind of vintage kind of look. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The next song I think I'm going to play is New Gods by Grimes. And this is kind of a more like, like very dark atmospheric um, sound. stories like she like lived in like a crack house or something Whoa. and like she like only ate like spaghetti a whole year i don't even know she has like a lot of weird little like i feel like her career has been like so like long but like she's only become pretty known like in the last mm. 10 years maybe but like Not before good. that like she's been doing crazy things mm-hmm. next song that was good though. I, I enjoyed that. Yes. Um, so that was that was my those were my picks. So Are you just did those two? Yes. Okay. Um see the thing is I didn't really pick out, but I came across like three different types. I'll, I'll like pick something, but um uh, came across like three different types, which I think like you kinda touched on. Like there's definitely the classical. Um there's actually like dark academia jazz, which I thought was interesting. Ooh. Very much like in the sense of, like, background music, because if you look at, like, movies of, like, students in, like, like, the 30s and 40s, like, they would have jazz in the background, mm-hmm. you know, they would have, like, Miles Davis on in the background, like, on a, on a record player, like, um, so I thought that was, like, interesting that it's, like, aesthetically, like, that would be part of it, um, and then also, like, the indie, like, kind of indie folk side of it, so, like, Sufjan Stevens mm-hmm. and, like, Hozier, um, yeah, it's definitely him. He has very, like, moody, <clears throat> dark music. Exactly. Like, Perfect. fits right into the dark academia. I also saw, like, uh, Amy Winehouse on a couple of playlists, which huh. I thought was interesting. Because, I mean, I feel like some, she has some pretty, like, Darker, very moody, yeah. like, jazzy kind of sounds, yes. which work pretty well. Just like, oh, that makes sense. Her actually. earlier stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. Um, But anyways, I'm going to do classical, I think. I'll do all classical. And classical... For Dark Academia kind of spans from, like, sorry, spans from, like, romantic to, like, impressionistic and then kind of stops there. It doesn't really dip into, like, more modern, postmodern music. It kind of, like, is just romantic and classical. Um, I want to do uh, Eric Satie. I want to do, like, mm-hmm. the ones yeah. that, like, everyone knows, though, which is his Gymnopedi. Mm. I'll play that. But everyone knows it. It's all of, like, you don't recognize it. That song is so beautiful mm-hmm. that it's like literally the saddest thing ever. Like it's literally like it's so sad I can't even cry. I just just sit there like with no emotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I feel like it's one of those songs that like captures what depression feels like, and it's just like when I hear it sometimes I'm like, 
It's very, yeah, you have to, like, take it's a like second. Draining. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm everything. reading the description of this Dark Academia playlist, and it says, Times New Roman, Fountain Pens, Half-Melted Candles, Oscar Wilde. There you go. So if you wanted, like, a more concise description, then that is what it, what Dark Academia is. Mm. So I'm going to play another one of my favorite um so, like, uh, impressionistic uh, classical pieces, um, and it's Ravel, Maurice Ravel's Cavane pour un enfant défunt, which is Cavane um, for a dead princess. I don't know what Cavane is, though. totally dark academia in like high school based on like I would listen to like this stuff all the time when I was studying that's really funny. that's pretty dark academic yeah. of you I know it, it is I didn't even realize it was it a thing really no it wasn't it was just like slowly becoming a thing I don't know I feel like I would have categorized it more as like vintage style mm. back in the day that's like not that's not specific enough to this but no um, but when I like couldn't listen to like music that I knew would distract me like I would listen to like this stuff and then it would still distract me because I would get like into an assignment and then I would pay attention to the music and I'd get really sad <laughs> and be like wait yeah I'm existential <laughs> So, do we want to talk about movies now? Yeah, movies, and TV. TV. Um, before I even, like, started research, I immediately thought of House of Anubis as Ooh. being dark academic. Like, it, and definitely Harry Potter, of course. But, like, course. I want to, I mean, that's just, you know, yeah. That's the epitome of dark academia. But, like. What's House of Anubis? House of Anubis was this, like, very weird Nick show from, like, in the early 2010s, I think. Um, it wasn't really that popular as it wasn't it wasn't a good show. Um, actually it was it was kind of like the plot didn't make any sense, but essentially it was it took place in at this boarding school in England, and this exchange student from America came. She was the main character, and this boarding school had a lot of like ancient secrets that were based on like Egyptian astrology. Um, oh, I do you remember this? Okay. And there was, like, a lot of, like, kind of supernatural things happening with the Egyptian gods, and, like, they kind of had to solve some mysteries. Um, some of the professors were, like, secret, doing secret ritualistic things in the, in the school. Um, and, of course, there was, like, drama between all the students. Um, and they wore, like, these little uniforms and stuff. So it was very much dark academic. Very, very <laughs> dark academia. Especially tying in, like, the Egyptian mythology. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Yes, yes. And that, like, added little, like, lore and, like, creepy haunting kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we said Harry Potter because I feel like Harry Potter is just, like, quintessentially dark academia. Just, like, especially the earlier movies, too, because mm-hmm. they were, like, 
still kind of like light, but also like magical, yes. like literally witches and wizards, you know. Especially just like the the setting of the school. Yeah, like, come, on. come on. Hogwarts <laughs> is like peak dark ta- dark uh-huh. academia. Um, I mean, like Hermione, dark yeah. academic herself. Absolutely. Like, steady, steady, steady. Yes. Luna Lovegood, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. a quirkier side of dark academia. Yeah. She is. Both, yeah. Both represent the aesthetic well. Um, Sherlock, um, his his whole little look, I think. I feel like not the TV show as much. I feel like more like the, like, the Representative Jr. one. Mm-hmm. More. Because that's, yeah. like, actually more vintage Yeah, no, the new one is a little bit... It's not as vintagey, but it's a little like mm-hmm. more, like I don't I don't know. It's not as like, and it doesn't like sink into like dark academia as much. I feel like it could have, but it doesn't. Um, another uh, movie would be Imitation Game. Have you seen that yes. movie? I've seen it so many times. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Anything like Loki? A lot of stuff with Benedict Cumberbatch, though. Yeah, because he, he he's like <laughs> he type, kinda is, he's like typecast as like this dark as, like, academic. Dark- <laughs> Because he's, like, the the wizard guy in Marvel. Uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Like, very, like, typecast is, like, the smart. Yeah. yeah Dr. Strange. <laughs> like I think it's, like, the tall, dark, curly hair thing. And, like, British just, like, accent. Face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, I thought Beauty and the Beast, like, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, that whole, like, castle and she, like, goes into the library um, a little bit haunted, but, like, she likes to read and stuff. Mm-hmm. Very much dark academic. Definitely. Um, Queen's Gambit was another one which I thought was interesting. Because yes. if you've seen the show, her outfits are, are very, very vintage and cute. And, mm. like, that the stylist, like, really put so much effort into, like, all of the outfits throughout the whole show. It's, like, incredible. But, yeah. like... Even the game of chess is, like, something that's very, very like, academic. classic and academic. And I have one. Yes. The Theory of Everything. Ooh. Which is another really good movie. I think it's kind of underrated at this point. When it came out, it was very big. But, like, um, it holds up. It's a very good movie. And it, like, a lot of it, like, a good half of it takes place, like, literally at Oxford. Because, um, obviously, Stephen Hawking was, like, an Oxford grad. Um, and... The way it's, like, set, like just the way it's shot, too, I feel like it, like, has that vintage vibe to it where it's very dark academia. Yes. I've never seen that movie, though, but mm. I do remember it was, like, super popular when it I first came out. In film, dark academia was, like, super popular, like, four or five years before it became, like, a real, like, fashion mm. aesthetic. Because if I think of any of those, like, The Danish Girl, even Downton Abbey, like, all of this stuff is kind of dark academia, you know? Yes. Like, The King's Speech, maybe The Shape of Water? Never seen that. Mm, I was just rewatching it the other day. I think it's a little bit of a stretch, but a beautiful mind, definitely. Dead Poet Society. Yes, definitely. Dead, Dead Poet Society. Maybe even Goodwill Hunting. That actually came up in like some of the uh, suggestions because yeah. it's all about like you know studying, studying yeah. <laughs> being smart, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of has that like folly aesthetic, you know. Yes. Oh, a separate piece. That's what it was. Oh, right. And right, then. Right. The movie A Dead Poet Society was like inspired by that a little bit, um, because I remember that book is like takes place in like the forties in a boarding school and like. Do you think of any like anime movies maybe that fall into that? Um, I would say maybe A Whisper of the Heart, which is like a very not well known uh, Studio Ghibli movie, but 
So it may be that. Not mm. really, but like it kind of has the academia thing in it. Emma, oh, any Jane Austen movies? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say period dramas in general, but I would say period dramas that are based on literature. Absolutely, because it has that connection to literature, and it's also like a period piece. Yes. Uh, um. Well, The Wind Rises is like another anime. I feel like that relates. Maybe. Um. A little bit. Um. I'm trying to think of like TV shows too. I haven't seen too many like anime TV shows, but I feel like they're like you said earlier. Oh, maybe like a good like. I feel like there's also like some K dramas or like C dramas that have like dark academia in them, you know, because they're like in a school or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the uniforms. This one's not super well known, but I would def- like confidently say A Monster Calls. Um, it's a movie from 2016, and here you go. I'll show you like the images, but like this kid kind of wears like low key at tux the whole time, and basically it's like his mom is dying of cancer, and like as a coping mechanism, he like invents this scary monster that's like a tree outside the church that he lives next to, and it kind of like haunts him, but it really becomes like his friend, and like it helps him like become like this strong person of course his mom eventually dies which is really sad but like it's like i don't know it's it's a very powerful movie but it, i feel like it definitely fits the dark academia mm-hmm. thing with the monsters and stuff and being really sad and depressing and everyone wearing like preppy clothes <laughs> all right i love you <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening with um, great aesthetic comes great responsibility <laughs> thank you um hopefully we'll be back um again in the next few weeks we don't know goodbye